today at 11 o'clock, if you're not busy buying Taylor Swift tickets, uh, we're going to be getting the Auditor General's report on the Greenbelt and whether or not there were any shenanigans. I choose my words carefully on this particular front because I don't actually believe that this government's guilty of out-and-out grift, but I do think a lot of stuff that is highly suspicious did take place. Uh, here with some perspective on this is the Executive Director at Environmental Defense, Tim Gray. Nice to have you back, sir. Thanks for having me. All right. Do you have any intimations of what may be revealed at 11 o'clock this morning? No, no magic tea leaves. Um, and uh, of course, the Auditor General's kept this uh, very private, except for sharing the results in advance with the, with the government. Okay, so when it comes to, I mean, the name of your organization is Environmental Defense. I mean, what for you is the significance of the Green Belt as it has existed? Yeah, the Green Belt was established uh, as a result of about a 30-year uh, incremental pro uh, process started by Bill Davis. So the Niagara Escarpment, of course, was our first land use plan. It was expanded by the Harris government, to include the Oak Ridge's Moraine. And then the McGinty government, of course, uh, created the uh, full 2 million acre, well, now 2 million acre Green Belt. So the values there are that if you kind of look at it on a map, you can really see that it protects all the headwaters uh, of the major river systems heading down into uh, Lake Ontario. Um, that, of course, nowadays is instrumental in protecting us from uh, flooding uh, damage, flooding death, which we've seen happen in other places in this, in this country this year, uh, because of all the forest cover there. It also recharges uh, these rivers, which keeps our water clean. Uh, most of us drink our water either from brown water or from uh, Lake Ontario. It provides recreational opportunities. Um, it protects some of the best farmland in the world. But uh, also, really importantly, is it's the anchor for our overall land use plan to try and focus development in cities uh, where it's more economic for people to live. And all of the surveys that have been done show people uh, want to live closer to friends, family services, transportation networks, et cetera. So it's really important from a whole uh, bunch of perspectives, both environmentally, socially, and economically. So supporters of this particular government's changes to the Green Belt will argue, first of all, most of the stuff that was uh, freed up for development was right next to existing development. And then they keep pointing to the fact that more land was put into preservation than taken out. But um, what arguments necessarily mitigate against that? Yeah, the assertions that this land was serviced and ready for development, of course, are untrue. Um, I'll just give you a really good example. About 70% uh, of the land removed from the Green Belt was directly adjacent to Rouge uh, National Urban Park. Um, and it was zoned agriculture. In fact, it was legislated as agriculture for decades. Uh, it used to be owned by the public after it was expropriated for an airport that was never built. So um, the cities uh, adjacent to these parcels had never put servicing plans in place because they were meant to be off limits. So it would have been a really stupid idea to waste money building sewers and water uh, up to the boundaries of land that was never intended for development. So that's a huge constraint on development. Um, also, the lands that were added to the green belt are not of uh, the same quality ecologically or in terms of farm values, et cetera, as the lands uh, removed. And I think most importantly is that there's absolutely no uh, truth to the fact that these lands were needed for housing. Um, there is many, many more uh, lands than we need available for designating uh, or have been designated for housing 
uh, outside of the green belt. <clears throat> Thank you very much. Okay. Thank you. Good to have you. That's Tim Gray, Executive Director of Environmental Defense.